before we even kick off the podcast, I just want to remind everyone to go like, subscribe, and keep up with these weekly episodes. If you like what you hear, spread the word so more coaches can tune in for our weekly podcasts. All right, guys, so I've got a first today. We have our our first repeat podcaster with us. Uh, We've got Coach Brian Frana. Uh, from Western Illinois University with us today. Um, our The first time that I had Coach Frana on was, uh, I just looked, it was the episode aired June 2nd, 2020. Uh, so mm-hmm. a lot has changed since then. Um, and uh, I'm excited to get Coach Coach with us. So Coach, how's it going? How are you? I'm great. I'm great. It's good to be with you. Yeah, a lot's changed since uh, we were in the middle of COVID there in, in June of 20, huh? Yeah, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I mean, we were we were just talking a bit off air, you know, kind of the things I was, I was going to ask you about, um, you know, the, the biggest thing, I guess, is what, you know, how did you handle the, the shutdown, I guess, you know, what did, what did you guys do? Uh, you know, what did you do as a coach? What, what, you know, how did that go, go for you as, as a, as a coach, as a, as a human being, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. During that time, I actually, uh, during COVID, um, I was actually out of college coaching um, up until, uh, last fall, I was out. I, uh, moved back to Marshall, Minnesota with the family. We didn't know what was going to go on, you know, job wise. So I, I worked a regular job in finance and, uh, took a challenge coaching a sixth grade football team and helping <laughs> out at the high school. Yeah. And I tell you guys, I mean, if you want to test your patience, go coach uh, sixth grade football, but my yeah. son was playing and, and that was rewarding and went through that and went through the spring and, got to the summer and uh there were some jobs that were open kind of where I was from and I ended up uh taking a job at Luther College because mm-hmm. my wife said you need to get out of here and, and uh and go do that <clears throat> and I did and it's five miles from where I grew up at and got to live with my parents uh out on the farm and coach some division three football that, that I had never coached before and, and live at home oh, wow. and uh didn't move the family though because I didn't know what we were getting into and uh just there for the the fall semester and then uh next thing you know i'm at western illinois in uh in january and yeah. i think yesterday it's been six months that i've been here wow that's cra- that's crazy i didn't i was i was trying to think just to myself kind of when you guys got there i couldn't remember i knew you guys went through spring ball but for some reason i was thinking you guys were like march like right at the start <laughs> of spring ball for some reason so you guys you, you've been there for some time that's good that's awesome yeah, we got here with two weeks before uh, signing day, so okay. it's been a blur. Yeah, yeah, there's days it feels like we've been here for a week, and the other days we've been here for six months. But, right. <laughs> uh, every day we just go to work. Yeah, that's all you can do. Um, mm-hmm. You know, talk a bit. So so that was new. I didn't realize you hadn't coached Division Three. Give me a little bit. How, how was that experience for you coaching Division Three? I mean, obviously – you know, you and I both know football is football. Like even, even you joked coaching, mm-hmm. coaching the, the, the sixth graders, it's still football, but, but talk to me, you know, I, how did you handle that? How did you handle the, the beast that is division three recruiting and, and, and division three football? Yeah, it's uh, you know, I, I honestly, I enjoyed it and you're right. Football is football and uh, the kids love football. Uh, it was you know, during training camp, it was, I got there two weeks before training camp started. Uh, we put in a brand new offense. They had been a triple option type team. They wanted to go to more of an open uh, deal, you know, and uh, throw the ball around a little bit more. So we put in a brand new offense and uh, had a long training camp, which was 
awesome because those guys had not been together with COVID and everything right. like that. And uh, the interaction was awesome. Like I, I truly enjoyed the guys. Uh, we had guys from every walk of life, uh, different backgrounds, but they were there because they loved it. So I've heard that over the years, you know, the division three guys, they love it. That's why they're there. And, you know, you got to love it at any level, but it right. is it's true that, that those guys really love it. Uh, it's a challenge though. It definitely is. What I learned at the division three level is the discrepancies between each institution is, is mind boggling in a lot of ways, you know? So there's a lot of variance in what you got. We started the season, we only had like 58 guys. So we had to figure out how to practice different and just right. do things different, but it was a challenge. It was good. I'm glad I did it. Um, I don't know if I want to do it again. <laughs> um, you know, the recruiting part to me was not much different than everywhere I've been. I think, you know, you just got to do it every single day. It's right. just the volumes more, you know, the volumes more and what you got to do, but you got to do it every single day. And, and that's the challenge, you know, just to be able to do that while you're still coaching football and teaching a class and, uh, you know, and life skills with all those guys. Right. No, yeah, no, that, yeah. I mean, it's, it is an everyday thing. I mean, you've got to, and, and, and some coaches, I've talked to a lot of coaches at the division three level, every, it seems like everybody's different. And you know that you've been around coaching long enough, everybody, even at, even at your level, everybody does it a little bit differently. I mean, some guys will, they'll text 50 different kids a day. Some guys will have, you know, 50 to a hundred kids that that's their, you know, that's their main priority. So I think it's, it's, it's recruiting in general, as you know, is all about kind of finding your, your comfort level and your comfort zone anyways, and, and really just striving to get that, you know, not, not making it tough, not making it hard for the kids, you know, trying to be relatable and, and finding that nice little sweet spot where you can kind of talk to, talk to the ones who, who want to be talked to, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. They got to want to be there. I mean, they got to have a little bit of, of want to, no matter where you're at, you know, yeah. so that's what you got to figure out first and foremost. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you talked about, you, you know, you got to, you got to Luther about two weeks before training camp. Um, talk a little bit about, you know, not necessarily focus on the struggles you might, you guys might've had um, with being brand new and, and, and implementing the offense, but some of the, some of the really fun stuff, the really cool things that happened during the season, um, especially offensively that, that, that you kind of look back and kind of were able to say, you know, this is, this is neat. This is cool. I don't get to see this if, you know, if, if, if I'm not here at this moment right now, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, football wise, it, it was, uh, it was an eye opener because our guys, uh, you know, we, we started throwing the football a little bit and, uh, you know, when we started completing passes, they clapped, they were, they were excited. <laughs> and, uh, so that was a first for me where I was like, guys, you, you were supposed to throw and catch it and do all and that was the triple option part of them. That wasn't, you know, anybody's uh, reasoning why they're that, that way, but it was good. You know, they were excited about that type of stuff. And, and the same deal with scheme wise, you know, when we started teaching an outside zone scheme or a wide zone scheme to them, they thought that was just awesome. You right. Know, Cause they had seen that on film because what they were doing was just coming straight out and getting into everybody's legs. So no, that stuff was neat. I think the biggest thing, the biggest takeaway I had with uh, like during training camp that I thought was cool is these guys at Luther College have this inside joke that I can't even really tell, but they, they, there's no punchline to the joke, but everybody laughs every time they tell the joke. Okay. And then they'll go through all a camp and they'll get the freshmen that 
they'll just go, oh, they'll start laughing. They'll act like they got the joke, that they understand it. And they'll, every day, every meeting, wherever we're at, they'll be up there and they'll draw. And it, it involves, a, I'll have to get somebody to explain it to you, but it involves a, a penguin in a, in a bar stool and, and walking into a bar and there's no punchline, but the freshmen will all buy in and act like they're laughing. There'll always be like two or three guys though. They're like, I don't get it. I don't right. get it. Well, there is nothing to get. So it's hilarious. They'll do it in, I think they did it in four different languages where they did that. Now everybody played along with it the whole time. So I just thought that part was really neat. And we just did a great job with them too, that coaching staff wise of getting them out, out into the public and being out in the community. You know, those guys went to uh, the uh, Springs for the ice bath, you know, and then oh. be the whole team down there. That's a cool deal, man. They sit in the freaking Dunning Springs and sit in the ice bath and do all that stuff. So those are, those are some good memories that way. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, I mean, it's, it's, it's funny how as, as we as coaches get in, you know, the, the longer we stay involved, kind of the, the, the more, the, the more that the, the non-football stuff kind of sticks with us a little bit harder than the football stuff and, and the football stuff obviously is going to stick with us, but you know, there's the, the longer we stay in it, the more like the relationships obviously are super important and kind of those things that are non, you know, non X's and O's and field related kind of are the, what are the things that we, we sit back and really cherish and treasure more than the other stuff. Oh yeah, definitely. And being, just being out for a little bit too, is it made me to, you know, soak those moments in a little bit more than maybe I did before and finding that balance, which is right. important. Yeah. Well, so, so, you know, from Luther, obviously you ended up at, um, at Western Illinois with the new staff there. Um, you got there in January, which we were talking, uh, off air. It feels like you guys just got there, uh, a month ago. Uh, but you got there in January. Talk to me about how, how things have been going there and, and maybe some of the, you know, again, kind of the, the, the house spring ball went and, and, and what you guys are, are looking to accomplish at, at, uh, at Western Illinois. Yeah, definitely got here. Oh, I believe it was January 15th, um, had gotten hired, you know, a week before that met coach Hendrickson for the first time down at the national coaches convention. And, and, uh, I had known him just in passing and it was kind of one of those bang, bang deals. Uh, I had been here before, so I'd been on campus and I'd been to Macomb and and I'm Iowa guy. So I'm close to the area and, and it just worked out. So the first staff meeting we had, was at the national coaches convention. And, oh, wow. Uh, yeah. So it was one of those where, you know, he made the point, he goes, well, we're not going to forget this one. And, and surely aren't, you know, there was, it wasn't the whole staff it was about half the staff there. And we got together and, and uh, said, well, we need to sign a class. They hadn't had anybody signed and uh, we needed to get on campus and meet the guys. And the good thing was school starts a little bit later here. So we had some time, but yeah, I got here on that, Friday in January and met all weekend and uh, met with the team on Monday and we saw who was who and then figured out, hey, we need to get on the road and let's go. Where's our areas at? So we took about three or four more days to watch film and that was just a blur. That was 18 hours a day watching film and figuring out who was who and where they were at and recruiting and, and uh, still meeting with the guys that are on the team at the same time. Right. Uh, just to see what they're about you know, in the nature of college football now is uh, guys will jump in the transfer portal and do all that type of stuff. And uh, so we had to just see where they're at, but it was, 
I think we ended up having 17 days to sign a class and we ended up signing a class of 15 guys that um, they're all here right now. That was, we ended up doing really well. We yeah. like them. They're our type of guys and, and our type of fit, but yeah, no, we were digging out from some time where they didn't have a coach. They hadn't had a coach in place for, you know, a month and a half or whatever it may be. So there was a lot of catching up and just uh, administrative things to get going. But yeah, we hit the ground running and we all had a little bit different backgrounds where we've been. We've had some guys that are D1 coaches to, you know, NAI Division three, D2. And so it's been kind of neat to come together and collaborate with a lot bigger staff than I've been a part of, you know, we're a staff of 10 at the division one level. Right. Right. So. I mean, what, I guess, I guess I'm, I'm just curious, kind of, you know, you kind of talked a little bit about what you guys did, but how do, how do you guys put together a class of 15 in less than three weeks? Like what, what, <laughs> what did you got? I mean, how did you guys do that? I mean, is it, is it, you know, just kind of, obviously you said, you know, you, you said you guys watched a bunch of film and, and then you kind of hit the ground running, but you know, how do you sell those kids on a, on a brand new, you know, brand new staff at a, uh, you know, a, a program that didn't win a lot of games last season? Um, how do you guys do it? Cause that's awesome. Yeah. that You guys were able to put together that amount of guys. Yeah. Well, I mean, it started with what we're looking for. Really. I mean, we were looking for guys that uh, maybe the underdog, you know, maybe wasn't recruited at the level thought he should have been right. Um, right. Connections with alumni. Those are really the, you know, that's the alumni really kicked it off for us. The alumni is so strong here that, I mean, they're always, looking out for leathernecks and then they know where they're at. So they, they were great that way, getting us guys that had connections that way. And then really just all of us had different areas that we were familiar with. You know, I've, uh, I've recruited Iowa for 20 years. So I was familiar with that area. And, and uh, so I was able to get some guys out of there that, that were maybe going to be a division two kid or maybe a walk on at another FCS level that, you know, we came in and said, Hey, the, this is who we are as a staff, you know, we thought that was huge just to get them in front of us and get them on campus. And, and this is what we're about. And we're, we're going to get in at the bottom level here. You know, you get a chance to build it, you know, with your name on it, you're going to play sooner than later. And it, right. it was good. I mean, we literally had two official visit weekends. We were done. Uh, we had who we needed and right. uh, it was pretty crazy, you know, that that happened, but it, yeah, there was, we were just talking the other night. We were, we got on the road and trying to reconcile all the receipts and all this stuff from months ago. And I shoot one morning, I woke up, I had no idea where I was at. I actually found a phone book in the, uh, in the dresser and I'm like, Oh, here I am. I'm in Dubuque, Iowa. Oh. You know, so it was, uh, it was a blurb because we ran all over the place. We just had to as cover, cover as much ground as possible. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. I mean, that's still, that's awesome that you guys were able to do that and, and, and put together that, that amount of guys um you know what you said you also told me one of the things we, we talked about you guys you guys are 100 guys on campus right now um working out and and doing all those things how i mean that to me is just amazing that you guys have that how special you know is that is that one of those things when you guys you know obviously you're not able to do anything with them and you're not able you know but but you know do you guys just sit in the staff meeting and kind of get get chills thinking about having a hundred guys on, on campus working their butts off, getting ready for, for the 2021, 2022 season. Yeah, definitely. And it, it's really just become a daily part of life that the guys are always around and they're working, you know, the NCAA at this level has changed the rules. You can work with them a couple hours a week. And we do, we'd go out and football two hours a week. Uh, 
no pads. You can't use pads, but you can use footballs. So we're out doing football specific stuff. We can use that time for film too, but in some shape or form, they're always around, you know, they're lifting, they're doing community service. They're going to school. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the neat part because they're here and you can see them grow and develop, you know, athletically, of course, you know, but bonding as a group. And that's been, that's been a big thing for us is to get these guys to learn to hang out again, right. Build that bond, you know, because that's something that was right. It was strange during COVID. A lot of these kids were finishing up high school during that time and just, you know, all different regions from all over the country and it was different from state to state. So no, it's been good. We get chills from, you know, seeing these guys that are here every day and going, yep, this is what we thought this guy was. And man, he's pretty cool to be around too, you know, and, that, right. and that's the fun part too, just getting to know him. Yeah. Building, I mean, <clears throat> building the relationships and, and, you know, that's the, that's the, to me, that that's the fun part is you get to build those new relationships. I mean, that's the part that, that I'm enjoying right now. And I haven't been able to do it quite to the level that you guys are just because we don't have that many guys on campus, but building those relationships with a new group of guys and, and, you know, finding out kind of who the, who the, who the jokesters are and who you can't mess yeah. with and who you got to be careful to, to around and, and all that stuff is, is, is fun to me. So I'm, I'm, oh, yeah. yeah, but the, um, you know, you guys are in, arguably one of the toughest leagues in the, in the FCS. Um, how have you guys as a staff really, really gone to prepare for that? You know, just kind of scheme wise going through, you know, what you guys are, are wanting to do offensively, defensively, you know, how have those meetings been knowing that, I mean, that's a, that's a tough league. I mean, but if you can, if you can come out of the top half of that league, you're, you're, you're yeah. probably going to be in the FCS playoffs. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if you're, yeah, if you have a winning record in our league, you're in the playoffs because you're one of the best 30 teams or whatever the number is in the country. So it really just, you know, looking at it and looking at who we play and, and where we go to play people and all that, it still goes, it pushes everything even back closer to the fundamentals mm-hmm. with everything. And that's our, that's our big thing. I mean, you're talking line play, it's getting in a stance, right. Every single time taking, being taking great steps, great aiming points, all that good stuff that way. But that's really as a program, that's how we've been that, hey, we're going to take care of the football. You know, we're going to take what they give us. We're going to make them earn it, you know, and that's just our philosophy, everything we're doing, you know. So then those are the guys that that we're recruiting and bringing into this program. They're going to do it right you know, that we're going to be able to trust them. So, yeah, really, just as you look at everything, it's just been really, really good at the fundamentals and then trying to figure out the best way to put our, our guys who can make plays in great positions. You right. Know? So right. it's going to be – it's a week-to-week challenge. You know, that's the big thing with it. It's a week-to-week challenge, and it's survival of the fittest and, and keeping it guys healthy as well, you know, right. because there's – even at this level, there's a big difference between your starters and your backups, you know? So, yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, so I'm not going to give you the Mount Rushmore question again, <laughs> but I'm, yeah. I'm going to give you a, a, another, a tough one, a toughish okay. one. All right. So you've been coaching for, for a long time. Um, who was, who was the best offensive lineman you coached against? So who, who, and doesn't have to be five, just one, who was, as you, as you're a coach on the opposite sideline, who was the one offensive lineman you saw that you just kind of said, holy cow, that dude is a dude. 
<laughs> Ooh, that's that's a that's a really really tough question well, right there. I had I had to give you something different because you're you're the first you're the first repeat. So I had to give you something different. <laughs> um, you know, I've coached in the Northern Sun for a long time, so I saw a lot of really really good offensive linemen in that league. That uh, you know that you try to be those guys. You right, try to right. get try to get guys that look like that. And uh, I would probably say, you know, I was in the Northern Sun when Duluth, Minnesota Duluth won two national championships and their offensive linemen were really, really good. And uh, so it would have to be one of those type of guys. It's probably Garth Hyken is the name that played up there. He was a tackle. Okay. 6'5", 300-pound guy that was super athletic, that could move around. I did all kinds of really good stuff. I laugh to say that because I feel like better players, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I had some guys that I wish I still was coaching, you know, but <laughs> yeah, but I would say anybody from those Duluth teams that were winning national championships. So those guys would like to hear that anyway. They were really yeah. good. They were super athletic. They were just freaking, they were monsters, you know, and, I, uh, I, fun yeah, to watch. I feel like no one, knowing some of the coaches and some of the teams in that league, like, that's like that. They should just change the name of that league to like the O line league. Like it's just it feels like that league breeds really good offensive linemen and and you know not necessarily guys who are going to go have 10, 15 year careers in the in the NFL, but just really really good tough offensive yeah. linemen. Yeah, definitely. I, it always has been that way, and it's really an extension into the Missouri Valley now. Yeah, as yeah. well. You know, those teams were playing. We were all playing when I got into coaching. We were playing North Dakota, North Dakota State, and South Dakota and South Dakota State, and and that's what you learn. Those big guys who just developed at such a high level. Right. You know, there's big humans up north, and then they develop <laughs> them at a high level, and that's. That's what those guys had going on at Duluth back in the day when uh, Peter Lou was coaching them. They were just big dudes that were going to try to destroy you. Right. You know? So, yeah, that's the one. I'll, I'll have to think a little bit more about that one, but I always felt like I needed, I had to have the best one and I wasn't going to give anybody else any credit because we were the best group to be a part of. That, you know? Hey, so <laughs> as a coach, you're supposed to think that. That's, that's 100% right. Absolutely. Right on, right on. Yeah. Well, coach, before I get you out here, do me a favor, drop your Twitter handle uh, and any other information you want the listeners to know. Yeah, guys. Uh, let's see. So yeah, Brian, I'm Brian Frana here. I'm over at Western Illinois. Shoot. The doors are always open over here. Just shoot me a message, do whatever you need to do. I got to even look and see what my Twitter handle is. <laughs> it's just uh, Frana underscore at WIU. So, but yeah, you guys need anything or O-line play or anything like that. That's, that's what I'm here for. I mean, that's how, you know, that's how we build our coaching community is working together. So it's good to be back at it, Tony. It's good to be talking to you. Yes. Yes. Well, yeah, I appreciate you coming on and, and being my first repeat guy. And uh, I'm looking forward to, to watching you guys uh, from afar a little bit and seeing the success you have and and uh, looking forward to, to talking with you more down the road. I appreciate it, man. Best All to right. you. All right, coach. Take care. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Make sure you like and subscribe, and you can find previous episodes on Anchor, Apple, Spotify, or any other podcast platform.